This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The NHL regular season is winding down with the Stanley Cup playoffs just around the corner. On Lombardi line with Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi, VSIN hockey analyst Andy McNeil was asked, what team does he like in the NHL futures market? The price has been, been higher at points this season, but I think given their recent play, the way they've been firing, uh, pretty much on all cylinders since the trade deadline with the acquisition of Taylor Hall and some of the other minor pieces that they added. Um, the Bruins at plus 1,300 to win the Stanley Cup is is, is probably the best bet of the, the 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 contenders, the true contenders right now as far as the Stanley Cup futures price goes. They were up uh, higher than that earlier, but I, I still I still like them there. I don't think they're going to get the uh, the division title uh, as I would have hoped uh, backing them earlier in the season at around three to one. Um, they're now plus 800, uh, so that that's not going to, to come to fruition. But um, I still really like this team, the way they're heading into the playoffs, um, getting hot at the right time, finding chemistry. Um, the, the second line of Taylor Hall, Craig Smith, and David Krejci is everything that the Boston Bruins could have hoped it would have been and more. Um, and they've finally got a really, really great one-two punch, uh, you know, adding to what they had in Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchant, and David Pasternak, the latter of whom, uh, has to really get it going because he's been uh, faltering as of late. But um, this Boston team has uh, uh, is set up really good to head into the playoffs and, and be the favorite in, in any series in the East Division. Leeson hockey expert Andy McNeil on Lombardi Line with Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi. Weekdays from noon to 2 Eastern weekends from 10 to noon Eastern on VSIN. The Avalanche are the plus 450 favorite to win the Stanley Cup. The Golden Knights plus 550. Carolina Hurricanes plus 750, as are the Lightning and Maple Leafs, the Bruins and the Penguins and Capitals at 13 to 1. On a numbers game with Gil Alexander, pro better and point spread weekly contributor Jason Weingarten discussed with Gil the prompt bet on who will hit the most home runs this season in Major League Baseball. I like uh, Jordan Alvarez 50 to 1, even though he's all the way down with like, what, two or three home runs. He, uh, Gave the rest of the field a month head start. Uh, I think he'll close that gap very quickly. 50 to 1 is a pretty good number. Uh, besides that, it's tough because you have so many guys bunched up. You can really make cases for, you know, five, ten different guys. So you got to pick a name, you know, like Nick Castellanos, 30 to 1 is a, a really good price at the moment for a guy who's in the lead. He plays in a home run positive ballpark. Um, what about Chris Bryant at sixty to one? Uh, I don't love it. Oh, is he still? He's twenty to one at Westgate. Um, We're showing so sixty to one at 60, William Hill. Oh yeah, I mean if you can get a sixty to one, you know, go get it. I can't bet that sixty to one at Will Hill. They'll give me like fourteen bucks on it. Um, <laughs> fourteen. But yeah, Sorry, if you sir, get 14. sixty to one when Westgate has twenty, I I definitely do it. Jason Weingarten, a pro better and point spread weekly contributor on the numbers game with Gil Alexander. That is heard weekdays from 10 a.m. to noon Eastern here on VSIN. Our VSIN experts are covering all of the betting action for baseball, the NHL, and NBA playoff races. Plus, we're looking at all the golf, tennis, and NASCAR best bets every week. We give you all the tools to increase your sports betting IQ and make the most of every bet, including our 24-7 video coverage, odds and analysis for every game at vcin.com. And you'll get our daily best bets email and point spread weekly. Get your 10-day free trial now at vcin.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. 
Get the latest VSIN odds at VSIN.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Before you place your next bet, visit vcin.com for all the latest data and powerful betting tools. Start with our live odds, team comparisons, and previews for every game on the schedule. Then dive deeper with live tracking of betting trends and line movements. And don't miss our unique tools, including odds comparisons from sportsbooks across the country, prop bet search engine, and custom parlay calculator. Everything you need to increase your betting knowledge and confidence is at your fingertips. Visit vcin.com today. The spring sports calendar is packed with betting opportunities and our VSIN experts are on top of all the betting action. We're looking at early season baseball trends, what teams are peaking and tanking heading into the NBA and NHL playoffs to give you the betting edge. Cashing tickets is our goal no matter what sport or season and this spring you can count on the VSIN experts to stay on top of every angle. Start your free trial today at vsin.com slash subscribe and put our team to work for you. Vsin's betting across America is live on your Mother's Day Sunday. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers, daughters, grandmas, aunts, sisters, and everyone else celebrating the holiday today. We are live at the South Point in Las Vegas. I'm Adam Candy. And of course, it is betting across America. And so James Salinas joins us from Denver, Colorado. Uh, James, right off the top, I'm going to make sure that I don't have the opportunity to forget to give my Mother's Day wishes because I know what's going to happen. We're going to get to 11.56, and I'm going to be trying to scream it in there and get it in at the very end. So I know my mom is listening. I want to wish her a very happy Mother's Day. I hope she'll be happy with the photo that I pulled. Um, this is not current, uh, by the way. I, I want everybody to know um, I don't still have this crown. Uh, but that is from many, many years ago on my birthday. So happy Mother's Day to mom. And James, any uh, any wishes you want to throw out there? Happy Mother's Day. We're, I actually have a really full day. We have a big day planned as far as uh, my mother, my mother-in-law, my wife. Uh, we're going to be celebrating all afternoon today. But uh, as far as anybody listening that would be on this end, nobody. No, my my family is so averse to dealing with sports with, <laughs> with me, Adam, honestly. I'm down here. We talk about my bunker down here in Denver in my basement with the TV set up. Uh, when that door is closed, they know, all right, that's just my time down here. So they try to stay away from that so we're going to enjoy today so happy mother's day not only to my family but to to your sentiment as well adam to all all the moms out there happy mother's day enjoy the day to all the moms who put up with what james is doing what i am doing what all of your loved ones are doing or perhaps the moms who really do enjoy getting out there and getting a little action down themselves we've got something for everybody here today whether it's just taking the folks away for a little while, let dad and the kids watch some sports and you go relax, or you want to watch the games and get something down yourself. We've got plenty for you with major league baseball and the national basketball association. We're going to talk about some of the awards races coming up later as well. But of course, 
as usual here on our May Sundays. Plenty of baseball to get to with some games that are starting right now. Your last chance to get action in on some of these. Let's start right from the top of the card with a game that I know you're interested in here, James, with the Red Sox and the Orioles. That is uh, just about getting underway here as Boston and Baltimore yesterday put up a bunch of runs uh, in that game. Uh, Camden Yards generally good for that. Red Sox minus 132, Orioles plus 122 with a total of nine. Nick Pavetta against the UNLV products from right here locally. Dean Kramer. Looking at this number, same numbers out here, Adam, and in, in favor of the Red Sox. Money's been coming in, at least out here in Colorado, on the Red Sox because it's been ticking up most of the morning. I didn't get involved as far as the side goes. I was really looking at potentially playing this total, not the collective total, but the team total. I think Pavetta definitely exceeded whatever expectations I had for him. He's exceeded that as far as his his ability to command the baseball so far this season for the Red Sox. And so kind of interesting there. I'm just wondering. I, I I was hesitant. I wanted to back the Red Sox here. Talk about a team that has a great approach at the plate, hitting the baseball. They lead the majors when it comes to batting average and runs scored. These guys work counts. They drive the ball the other way. Love what we see with them collectively, one through nine, as far as their approach swinging the bat. Here, though, I just just feel like eventually at some point, are we going to start to see some regression for Pavetta? And I didn't want it to be today's the day where I bet it. So I was thinking about the total here. And we know that that ball can carry out there in Camden. But ultimately, when it all said and done, I wasn't ready to pull the trigger. I couldn't find a play that I really was solid with. So I ended up passing this game. I think the only way I would think potentially about getting involved in this would be in terms of a first five total and play that over just based on Dean Kramer versus the Red Sox lineup and maybe that regression coming for Pavetta here. Otherwise, I think I probably uh, would pass entirely on this matchup. Another matchup uh, on the early side that I know you have an interest in here, James, the Brewers taking on the Miami Marlins. Uh, We know that the Brewers have gone through their ups and downs through this early part of the season. And today they'll go Brett Anderson against Miami's Sandy Alcantara. And Alcantara has been one of those sort of surprising stories uh, for Miami. Good pitcher, but has pitched sort of over his head here for the early part of the season. That's why the Marlins are minus 136, Brewers plus 126. Low total pregame, we are seven. This total, this this number was actually up at a dollar fifty-five a little while ago. So I, I kind of priced myself out of it. You were talking a dollar thirty-six there. That's a nice price. I found it now at a dollar forty, and I did take the Marlins backing Alcantara here. Not only back into how he's pitched, uh, but thinking about that lineup for the Brewers. Yeah, they were able to break that six-game losing streak yesterday, and uh, but now with Brett Anderson coming off the injured list, a lot of times when I see pitchers come off, it's usually either a stay away for me or I'm going to bet against. In this case here, not so much a bet against. Anderson. Anderson coming off the injured lister, but just like how the Marlins are playing and then one of these crazy little systems, there's no system to it. I don't have any systems or formula when it comes to to betting games, especially when we're talking about baseball here, Adam, but tend to back the Miami Marlins at home on Sundays, early Sunday morning games. And in this case, it's a one o'clock start locally, but tend to back the Marlins on those games, getaway game for that, for that visiting team. And just wonder if they uh, enjoyed themselves out on South beach a little bit last night. So it's just been something I've been doing for a long time. And in this case here, because that number did tick back down from one fifty-five down to a dollar 40, I bought it. I took it. I laid the one forty. I'm rolling with the Marlins today. 
Interesting numbers on Alcantara. If you're looking at what to do with him as the season goes along, he's cut his walk rate by about 3% this year. Most of the other numbers you see for him are sustainable. His strand rate, especially the number of runners that uh, he leaves on base, was sort of artificially low, uh, well below the league average last year. So some numbers that are starting to sort of bounce back in his direction. I like the play there on the Marlins. Um, Here's one we've got to talk about, James, because... It is DeGrom Day, and what does that mean for the New York Mets? Does that mean that you are going to be a better who plays on the history of the last few years in which a money line investment against Jacob DeGrom has been hugely profitable over time? Or do you think that a lot of rest coming back from the lat issue, Jacob DeGrom can shut down the Diamondbacks and maybe finally get some offense in support? The Mets are more than $3 favorites here in Las Vegas. D-backs plus 255 with a total of seven. Riley Smith opposes Jacob DeGrom. Adam, this number ticked all the way up to 350 when I was on the pregame show with Brady Cannon. We were talking about this, and it was somewhere around 320, 330 where he was at. It went all the way up to 350. I was really tempted to to just do the buyback, just like he said, with that that big price point there for that underdog. But I just couldn't get there with the D-backs. They're just – that lineup is – that lineup's really banged up. So they're missing a number of starters in that lineup and starting to work some guys back. But right now, it's just been a struggle. They have lost five straight in those five losses, only managed 10 runs. They've been getting some guys on base, but they just can't come through with those clutch hits right now. Their last their last 26 trips to the plate with runners in scoring position, they've only accounted for four hits. So just a struggle to string hits together and get that clutch hit. And then you're going to face a dominant pitcher like DeGrom, and he has been absolutely outstanding. And then try to read, read into he had a bullpen session the other day I think usually they're going to say he was just fine that's what the report was I don't know if they would ever say anything different unless he wasn't starting so he is he's up on the mound right now two got two down in the first inning I just stayed away from it I just didn't want to get there and try to find a way to to take that big price point just because the D-backs are really struggling to hit the baseball I was exactly where you were on this uh, James I took a long look at the Diamondbacks here and I just couldn't get myself all the way around to it because Look, uh, Jacob DeGrom is still Jacob DeGrom. He's still carrying a half-run ERA into this game. And if the Mets give him anything at all against Riley Smith, a pitcher with an ERA approaching five on the young season, then you know that it's likely to be a Mets victory. Nats and the Yankees. Oh, man. I Look, I am a Yankees fan, so I enjoyed the outcome yesterday, James. But as I was watching that game and seeing Brad Hand blow the game in the ninth inning. I did think of you because you had that nice dog price on Max Scherzer. Yankees end up winning the game in extra innings yesterday. Minus 152 today, plus 142 on the Nets. Domingo Herman gets the start for the Yankees against Joe Ross. That is a total of nine. Yeah, an unfortunate situation for Scherzer. Pitched incredibly well yesterday in in the Bronx against that Yankees lineup, and and that was where that was the other part of why I went the full nine. You know, sometimes it will bet find that good pitcher and bet him the first five, or maybe some of these totals first five. I'm totally staying away from totals for the game when we're talking unders with the the state of the bullpens across the country right now in Major League Baseball. But the Nats were one of those teams that I trust their bullpen, hand the ball, you know, hand the 
hand the last few outs to the bullpen after a great performance by Scherzer and yeah just couldn't get it done so you know if I got that point again and you're sitting there saying he's going to strike out 14 batters and you're going to get plus money I was a small dog I got it at plus 105 yesterday with Scherzer I would do it again but in this case here now just this this game this matchup with these pitchers here yeah, I, I, usually both of them are, are bet against, right? We're talking about Ross and Herman. I didn't bet either one of them. I couldn't find a side here because I wanted to bet against both of them. Can I bet against both sides? Can we make a play like that, Adam? Because in this case here, I would want to bet against both of those pitchers, uh, which would lead me to the over, but I didn't play the game. Oh, I love the idea. And I think we, we certainly could do it with props. We could find many ways in on the prop market. Uh, that will be something that we'll keep an eye on throughout the game here because I think that's one of those totals that might inflate pretty quickly depending on how things go once we uh, get started here. Yankees offense seems to have found at least a little bit of rhythm here lately. One more point to make about what you said about unders and playing full game unders especially. Got to think about what the extra inning rules do to this as well. The fact that you're starting every extra inning with a runner on second base and you see a game like that Yankees Nationals game that had four runs going into extras that ends up at seven, threatening your total, depending on where you got it. Like that is a bad, bad beat. But of course, it's something you have to think about when you get involved in the first place. Let's well yeah, think about think about that too, Adam. Think about last night's game with that Philadelphia, the, the Phillies and the Braves. Was that three to one in the ninth inning? Couldn't close it out there. You had the under there and bullpens come in. They couldn't hold on to a couple of leads. Could the Phillies in that bullpen? And ultimately that soared over the total when it was all said and done. NBA just getting underway here at the moment. Let's get you the most updated on the heat and the Celtics as they've just tipped it off. Uh, small flip on this game. Uh, Celtics had been uh, one point dogs and they end up as one point favorites in this game total of 222 this game of course important in the eastern conference standings for both sides celtics on the money line minus 117 heat minus 103 Adam, here in Colorado, that number's closed in favor of the Heat at one and a half. I actually took them earlier this morning, plus the one. Usually, for, for, I wouldn't even take the one, but the money line was exactly the same as what the plus one was when it came to $1.10. So, took the plus one here with the Heat. Just feel like, finally now with the Miami Heat, this is as healthy as they've been all season long. Like so many teams, Adam, in the NBA, a lot of issues with COVID, injuries, rest, all these different types of things. I think for the Heat, it's really been a struggle for them to to field a cons- or to, to put on a court a consistent lineup from game to game. But these last couple of weeks, they've finally started to get healthy, starting to get a rhythm going again, both offensively and defensively. I love Spolster as a coach. I really loved what we saw out of the Miami Heat through the playoff bubble last year. This is the, where they want to be right now as healthy as they've been and it's showing in results they've won eight out of their last 11 here and then on the other side I went against the Celtics Jalen Brown was not going to play today he's been he's been banged up with his ankle injury but I think we've seen Jason Tatum I mean he's really been carrying this offense for the Celtics but I think he had a dud the other day against Chicago just starting to get some tired legs and I think here you know how much really incentive is there for the Celtics where sitting back of the sixth seed yeah you don't want to get into that play-in spot but just not trusting the Celtics consistently right now they've really been up and down this past really this past month so I took the heat I took the plus one where it was about an hour and a half ago so here we go we just got started that game just tipped off and I think we got a tie game just two minutes into the game tied at four. 
We will keep an eye on that early NBA action, important in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Orioles have a runner on, and that also comes after a great catch the wall by Hunter Renfro taking a hit away from Austin Hayes. So, James, your thought on Nick Pavetta uh, might be coming around here as the Orioles have had two good at-bats here in the first couple. Miami with a runner on in the first inning, and the Mets now with two down after Jacob deGrom sat him down in the first in New York. Let's get an update from golf quickly as the Wells Fargo Championship is getting ready for the final round. Looks like a three-horse race here with Keith Mitchell holding the lead, uh, not a bigger name on the PGA Tour. He's nine under, shot 66 yesterday. Not the betting favorite, though. Roy McElroy is actually the one who has the number on his side here. Roy McElroy. let's double-check uh, what we last had on this, I believe, was about 2-1, two to one, 225 here right now on Rory McIlroy. Keith Mitchell at 240, and sitting there is Gary Woodland, tied with McIlroy. They're both at seven under two shots off the league. Gary Woodland, former major winner, is two shots back after shooting 70 yesterday. He's 5-1 to one, uh, to win the tournament. Luke List at a little longer number, about 11-1, to one, sits at six under. The leaders will... Get underway here in just a few minutes here in the Wells Fargo Championship. We've got plenty more coming up here on Betting Across America with baseball. A couple of games canceled uh, by rain, and so just uh, a little easier for you to get through your betting card with that. James has thoughts on the White Sox and the Royals, the Blue Jays and the Astros, the Mariners and the Rangers, the Dodgers and the Angels. And what does he think about my New York Knicks who have been struggling here on this road trip out west, taking on the Los Angeles Clippers here later today? It's VEASAN's Betting Across America here on Mother's Day, and we wish you a very happy Mother's Day wherever you're listening on the Sports Betting Network. Betting Across America presented by BetMGM live from Las Vegas and Denver. Adam Candy joined by James Salinas with a couple of baseball games that James Salinas likes on today's slate. And let's get right back to it. 2.10 p.m. Eastern start in Kansas City between the White Sox and the Royals. Uh, James, the Royals are skidding right now. They had been one of the interesting stories of the early season, but they ran into Lance Lynn yesterday, five games in a row now on the struggle bus for the Kansas City Royals. Today, the White Sox are minus 145, Royals plus 135 in Kansas City with a pregame total of seven and a half. I did not get quite that good of a number. I did take the Chai Sox here. I took them at $1.50. It is down now to $1.45. But uh, regardless, this is, I think we talked about the Royals and their struggles, especially trying to string together hits. It's not a team that's going to hit the ball over the fence, but it does have a team that has some speed and will work some counts. But here, these last three games scored a total of one run, two shut out in two of those games as well. And then yesterday, had to get to the pen early. Young 
Daniel Lynch came in. Welcome to the bigs, young fella. Eight runs in the first inning. Never got out of the first inning. So bullpen day yesterday for the Royals. And I suspect we might get back to that bullpen again with Mike Miner up there. The, the Chai Sox hit lefties pretty well. And Mike Miner is not one that is going to. Uh, he, he struggles with his command because he really is nibbling out there as well. Don't like the matchup here for Miner going against this Chai Sox team. Uh, I think White Sox do get the sweep here. They are clearly playing very well right now. And did lay the, the more of the juice there at $1.50, but I'm good with it where it is, and I'm rolling with the side Sox. Lucas Giolito on the hill, the ace for the Chicago White Sox, and that is what's keeping the total here down at 7.5, but uh, if I were to get involved in this one, I would definitely be looking over, depending on how uh, depending on how long Giolito might be targeted in this game. You would think that there are some opportunities here, especially against that Royals pitching for the White Sox to do some damage. The other game that you had circled on that earlier slate that I wanted to get to in this segment, Blue Jays and the Astros, uh, this game in Houston. Again, a 2.10 p.m. Eastern start between Toronto and Houston. Uh, Zach Greinke goes for the Astros. And interesting, Nate Pearson for the Toronto Blue Jays. Nate Pearson might be the most highly touted pitching prospect in the Toronto organization. Astros are minus 148, Toronto plus 138. Pre-game total all the way up at nine, which I found a little bit surprising uh, given the quality of the pitchers. So looking at those pitchers with Pearson, yeah, not much of a book to go off of. He's only his major league debut today for this season, but uh, only 18 innings as far as big league inning, you know, big league innings pitched under his belt from last year. So not much of a book on him. Really, what I was going with this one was looking at the matchup with Granky. Now, Granky is another one of those pitchers that's he's a pitcher, right? He's not going to overpower you. He doesn't give in. He doesn't center cut fastballs. If he if if you're not going to go fishing and you're not going to chase, he'll he'll keep living on the black and stay outside and good at changing speeds, keeping eye levels uh, inconsistent. So I think here I was hoping to find, and maybe you might have some, I couldn't find any. I was wanting to find some of these pitcher props that, as far as the outs go, I've been doing pretty well with those, Adam, and I wanted to find one here with Granky because I feel like the, the matchup here going against this Blue Jays lineup and plenty of heavy hitters within that lineup, but very aggressive lineup. They're not up there to walk. They're towards the bat bottom part of the league when it comes to drawing based on balls. They're up there to swing the bat, and I think it's just kind of a tough matchup. The way that Granky pitches, where he's constantly living outside on the edge, a lot of off-speed pitches where you can get ahead and take advantage of a very aggressive swinging lineup like the Blue Jays have, but right now I can't find one. I'm really, I'm kind of bummed because that was the way I was wanting to go with this one. I was hoping and holding out and holding out. I'll still keep checking on, checking back on this to see if I can find a Granky uh, total as far as out goes because I think he'll have a pretty good performance today against that free-swinging Blue Jays team. Well, James, this is betting across America, and of course, I know you've probably got a nice, strong Wi-Fi signal going there in the bunker in the basement. Uh, we're still working on that here at the VEASAN studios. So I was trying to look that up for you as you were talking and uh, as it has been for the last few weeks. The Wi-Fi signal went dead. I'm probably going to need the commercial break to find that information for you. I can give you one quick update. The Miami Heat are leading the Boston Celtics 21-12 to with four and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. It is a four and a half point spread in favor of Miami. Total down to 219 
and a half on the only live NBA game that we have here at the moment. And speaking of the association, we're going to get back into it in just a minute with the NBA coming up in just a bit. I have a baseball prop that I think is a pretty solid little value here on Betting Across America from VEASAN. VEASAN.com has the latest lines and odds for every game on the board tonight. Track the line movements with live charts, get estimated scores for every matchup, and all the betting information you need to stay on top of the action. We were tracking Jacob deGrom today, moved all the way out from minus 10 to minus 350 before he went off for the New York Mets. You can also use our parlay calculator to figure out payouts and get all our betting 101 info, including definitions of the betting terms we use here on the Sports Betting Network. Start your day's sports betting research for free at vsin.com. That's V-S-I-N.com. This is VEASAN's Betting Across America. Happy Mother's Day to everyone out there in listener and viewer land. I'm Adam Candy in Las Vegas. James Salinas joins me from Denver, Colorado. Uh, James, we wanted to see some runs, and we are seeing them early in that Boston and Baltimore game, uh, kind of the way we thought it would go, one all already on the board in the bottom of the second. That pregame total of nine appears to be uh, under some threat here as Raphael Devers takes Dean Kramer out to center field on a no-doubter to tie that game up. We've got, of course, also a big NBA card today. Injury report just coming out, and we're getting some updates on what we expect for later on today. We'll get you those as we go along here in the show. But, James, I want to jump back into one of the games that we mentioned earlier that you had some thoughts on, the New York Knicks, I should say my New York Knicks, visiting the Los Angeles Clippers on what has been a challenging road trip for the Knicks, playing some of the powers in the West, coming off getting blasted by the Phoenix Suns. They will take on the L.A. Clippers at Staples. The Clippers are seven-point favorites with a total of 214.5. Waiting for updates on the Clippers. We know on the Knicks side, Manuel quickly, the standout rookie, is doubtful to go, as is Alec Burks. Adam, you said this is your New York Knicks. Yeah. They might be my New York Knicks today as well, I at least it. for a bet today, plus the seven and a half. That I just that number just jumped right out to me, and maybe maybe they're begging me to take it, and I feel like I'm gonna I, I'm I'm gonna oblige. I just think seven and a half here for a Knicks team. Yeah, they're struggling on the road the last couple games, but no harm, no harm, no foul when you're losing to teams like Phoenix and Denver as well. So you know, tough schedule has it been now coming into the the Clippers. I just feel like that's kind of priced high considering the Clippers were I mean collectively over the season yeah having a good season but haven't had a whole lot of consistency when it comes to actually fielding or putting out a, a putting a, a team out on the court it's different players each night due to injuries due to rest and load management we know Kawhi is getting himself back his competitive legs back under him dealing with the foot injury that he's had so just feeling like this is a Clippers team here that 
I, I just haven't really been able to get a good read on them just because you talk about the injury report and who's available. That really impacts what you can do consistently when it comes to execution on both ends of the floor here. So looking at the Knicks play plus seven and a half, I think they'll be hungry to, to right themselves after a couple tough losses, like you said, in, in Denver and Phoenix here. I haven't bet this yet here, Adam, but I think I'm going to go right with you. My New York Yicks. Plus seven and a half going against the Clippers. That's what I love. Get on the New York Knicks bandwagon. You, me, Tom Thibodeau, Julius Randle, RJ Barrett. There's room for everybody on this one. Uh, the Clippers might not have a lot to play for in this game either. Uh, James Sturgebaka will be out for them. No other major injuries listed. But, I mean, look, the Clippers are all but locked into either the three or the four here. They're not falling any farther than that. And so really just a matter for them if they care about finishing in that three or four spot. So even if you have a full lineup, you might not have a full load of minutes for the guys on the Los Angeles side. And for the Knicks, I mean, there's still plenty to play for here as the Knicks could still finish anywhere from fourth down to seventh. They likely will be able to stay out of that play-in tournament in the Eastern Conference, but they still need to win a couple of more games to ensure that they're able to do that. Elsewhere on the NBA card, Pelicans visiting the Hornets. All right, man. Look, I, I, I know before I even get into this from weeks of talking to you that you and I are going to be on the same side in this game unless there has been injury news that has come out in the last few minutes to change the way I was thinking about it. But you tell me if laying three and a half, the Charlotte Hornets at home against a Pelicans team with no Zion, likely no Brandon Ingram, possibly no Steven Adams. The number has actually been moving in the favor of the Pelicans here with a total of 222 and a half as well. I know that Devontae Graham is questionable, but the, I don't know. The Hornets jumped right out at me. Same here, Adam. I'm right there with you. I thinking about the Pelicans. Yeah, they're still they still have an opportunity to get into that final playoff spot uh, with the Spurs, and the Spurs really have a challenging schedule to close out the rest of the regular season. So, not a done deal right there with the Spurs. Had a big win the other night against uh, against Sacramento, but then really bad spot last night having to travel to Portland. So, still an opportunity for the Pelicans. I think we'll still see the effort and the energy. That's one thing, but what you have out on the court when it comes to playmakers right you're talking about the the not having zion there that's a huge piece he he facilitates everything as far as just his aggressiveness taking the ball to the rim no ingram potentially he's listed as doubtful is what i see here adam i, I i'm kind of surprised that this number is coming back this way i just i don't want to take a pelicans team here that is just so, with missing so many playmakers and a hornets team that yeah scuffling a bit here they've had some issues with injuries as well starting to get a little healthier unfortunately bridges is going to be out for a while with the COVID protocol. He had really stepped into Gordon Hayward's spot and played very well for Charlotte. But I've backed Charlotte on Sundays at home before. They come out with I think the the I think the the full intensity will be there for the Charlotte Hornets. Want to get themselves right. This is a good team to do it against. That's really banged up in the Pelicans. Sitting at three and a half, I'll lay it. I'm right there with you. I'm absolutely there with you. And I know the loss of Bridges is obviously not a good thing for this Hornets team. But if you ask me who's left, the problem is for uh, for New Orleans that Charlotte's issue is they can't score, right? But New Orleans also can't defend. And so I am not so much worried about even who's there and who's not against the team, team defense-wise, that is not going to be nearly the same, especially if Steven Adams, who's listed as questionable, can't go to be some sort of rim protector for the New Orleans Pelicans. So uh, you and I have been... 
uh, on the same page with the Hornets for quite a while, and I don't think you can undersell what the loss of Zion means. Uh, of course, that might fall in the duh category, but he really had come on at both ends of the floor for this uh, Pelicans team that frankly didn't play a lot of defense early in the year, had started to turn that around under Stan Van Gundy, but still has not been able to uh, play their way into the playoffs quite yet. They sit two games out of the last playoff spot in the Western Conference. The Hornets, while they're likely in the play-in tournament in the East, they still have an outside shot to win a couple of games, get a little bit of help, and maybe not have to earn their way into the playoffs. When we return, of course, there is a big game coming up in the Western Conference tonight between the Suns and the Lakers. And I want to talk to you about something I saw in the Rockies and Cardinals game that jumped right out at me as something that might not be quite as nice as the Mike Trout prop that I gave you yesterday, but definitely worth a good long look. It's Beeson's Betting Across America here on the Sports Betting Network. Baseball players might not get style points for home runs, but baseball bettors do. New BetMGM customers can turn $1 into $100 when someone goes yard during a game. Sign up for the BetMGM app using code VSIN100. And if you place a $1 money line wager on the Phillies or Braves, you get $100 if either team hits a home run. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117. For confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, and 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. In Tennessee, call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. This promotional offer is not available in Nevada. This is Betting Across America, the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, where we originate the broadcast. I'm Adam Candy from Denver. James Salinas joins me to talk baseball and basketball. Not much on the NHL card today, so we won't go there. But baseball-wise, plenty happening here in the early going Boston has another threat going against the Orioles. They've got a runner on with two down in the 1-1 game in the third. The Yankees and Washington, that has no scores. We head to the third inning. Same situation for Arizona and the New York Mets. Of course, Jacob deGrom doing what he always does, shutting down the opponent, and the Mets doing what they always do, not scoring for Jacob deGrom. Uh, Tigers and Indians both rained out, if you're wondering why we did not get to those games that were on the earlier card as well. James, let's talk Rockies and Cardinals. This was a game that I know we looked at yesterday uh, for some other reasons. Today, the Cardinals minus 146, Rockies plus 136. Pre-game total way down there at seven. You've got Adam Wainwright, who's sort of been reborn here in, I don't know, I haven't looked this up. I assume it's his 27th season in the major leagues. The guy's been around forever. Uh, and then Herman Marquez for Colorado. We know how good uh, Marquez has been on the road, any entry point for you into this game? Because I've got one when it comes to props, and I'm curious your thoughts overall on this game. I've logged in. I'm ready because yesterday we talked about you gave us that Mike Trout prop 
perfect where just needed to get one hit or over a half a hit, right, which he did. Did he get thrown out of that game? He didn't have as many at-bats. I'm not sure. There was no. a lot of hits going around. No, that here's game. what happened. Here's what happened, James. The Dodgers went up by 13 runs in that game, and the Angels pulled everyone out and then managed to almost come all the way back from 13 runs down with the Sisters of the Poor in the lineup with Mike Trout on the bench. And Joe Madden didn't get to stick around very long either. Gets ejected again. So that's interesting. I didn't see the game last night, but but I'm locked in here. I didn't bet. I, I didn't really play this game. I didn't put much time into this game because I saw the weather report there in St. Louis. And I'm just trying to stay away from these games where weather is going to be an issue, whether you get started, now you have a stoppage in play, and you're talking about with Herman. If you're going to be taking the Rockies, I don't want anything to do with the Rockies as it is, especially on the road. I've had some success betting them here at here down the street from me at Coors Field in Denver but not on the road 2 and 13 on the road just not hitting the baseball at all at this point in the season so what is your angle here cuz I'm logged in I'm locked and loaded all right it's not I'm not giving you the uh the stone cold lock of the century of the week the way that I did yesterday but uh I like to look at the matchups with a little bit of statistical significance. I don't want five plate appearances, 10 plate appearances. I want to see at least 20, 25 plate appearances for batter versus pitcher and some real established track record of what a guy does against another uh, pitcher. And Paul Goldschmidt against Marquez. Of course, these two know each other from Goldschmidt's days in Arizona. Career against Herman Marquez, 12 for 29 with five walks. So if you take the 34 plate appearances, he has been on base in half of his plate appearances against Marquez. He is slugging for his career 897 against Herman Marquez. But yesterday we were looking at that trout hit prop and 145 minus 145 was juice I was willing to pay. The hit prop today on Goldschmidt is 200. I'm not going there. Uh, that's too much for me to get involved with. But when you look at that slugging percentage and you look at total bases, you say to yourself, well, half of the hits that Paul Goldschmidt has had against Marquez in his career have gone for extra bases. Over one and a half total bases plus 130 on Paul Goldschmidt. That's a number I can get my head around. And you get there a couple of different ways. You get there with an extra base hit. You get there with a couple of hits. And you get the plus price on him. So, again, it's something that takes a little more effort, I think, to get to. But when you see a sample with that kind of significance, with an 896 uh, slugging percentage for Goldschmidt against Marquez. And the fact that Paul Goldschmidt is coming off a three for five day with a home run yesterday, you know, the bat is warm. Uh, that's something I can get involved in. Uh, don't really want anything to do with the side or the total. I don't know, James, that I, I didn't go as hard into it. I don't know if I convinced you the same way I did yesterday. I've already bet it, so there it I is. got it at a dollar. I got it Love plus it. 125, so not quite as good a juice as what you're getting out there, but makes sense to me, especially with Goldie there. And I guess the only concern is if this game gets delayed, what does that mean if we're pulling Herman out, right? If it if it not so much gets delayed, but if they start it and then they have to have a stoppage in play, then he sits. That's probably the only concern I have here. But at a plus price, plus $1.25, uh, one double and you score. There we go. I'm down with you. I like it. 
Yeah, it just seemed to me to be the only way that I could find an entry point into this with a price that I liked with multiple outcomes that seemed to have a chance of getting me there. If you want to go big, uh, the home run prop, I believe I last saw was sitting at 525 uh, on Goldschmidt. And that's not half bad for the way he's swinging the bat here at the moment. But I do like that total basis one a little bit better than that. Also coming up later in Major League Baseball, the Seattle Mariners visiting the Texas Rangers. That's a 235 Eastern start between Texas and Seattle. You have the young lefty Justice Sheffield against Dane Dunning. Uh, It's sort of been all or nothing for Justice Sheffield in the early going this season. Coming off a good start last weekend. Dunning, of course, got off to a pretty nice start himself for this Texas team. Total sitting at eight, eight and a half, depending on where you get it. The Rangers are minus 138. Mariners plus 128. What'd you like about this one? I did. I took the under in this one for the first five. I'm staying away from bullpen. So if I'm doing unders, it is not going to be full game. Uh, it's just sitting there at first five. It was uh, it's sitting at four and a half first five laid a little juice to it at a dollar 15. And I, I like both these young pitchers here. You talked about Sheffield and all or nothing, but you know, he eats some innings for them. He he's had, he's had five starts. Four of them have gone or three of them have gone six innings uh, and five plus five and a third, five and two thirds. So he gets out there and, and he, he did get tagged up by Houston, but he's faced some pretty tough lineups too with some of the, he's faced the Angels, the Astros, as well as the Dodgers the last three games. So got to consider the source too and who has he been facing. Those are three of obviously the better lineups within Major League Baseball. That is not the case here with the Rangers and the Mariners are a pretty light hitting team here. So looking at this under, I did play it four and a half for the first five, juice to 15 cents. All right, and... You also have the freeway series circled here on the card Dodgers and the angels. Of course, that game was absolutely wild last night with 25 total runs scored between these teams. Dodgers are big favorites here. I mean, we say on the road, they're not really on the road uh, playing this game in Anaheim, Trevor Bauer against Jose Quintana, Uh, James, if I know the way we've talked about Jose Quintana before, I have a feeling the angle has something to do with fading the left-hander. Absolutely, it does. And I did the run line here with the Dodgers. It's usually if I'm doing run lines, I did do. I don't really do a lot of run lines, but if I do, it's more so on the road team, and that's exactly what the Dodgers are. Because I don't want to get shut out of an inning in case you need it late in the game. But here with Bauer coming on the mound, yeah, we saw the bullpen for the Dodgers try to do everything they could to allow the Angels to get back and win that baseball game last night. I think we'll see a, a, a really good effort out of Bauer today, as well as this is more so not not only that. We got Bauer on the hill, but yes, going against Quintana. Quintana has just, he's hes a nibbler, right? We've talked about him too. He's some of these guys, he's trying to pitch up there, but he's not fooling anybody right now. And I think the way that his approach is at, on the mound it does not counter very well against the way that the Dodgers approach is at the plate. We know the Dodgers are going to grind out at bats. They lead, they, they lead the bigs when it comes to drawing base on balls. They're not just going to get up there and free swing. If they're not getting pitches to hit, they're not going to swing the bat. And we know with Quintana, if he falls behind, he's also not going to give in. He's not afraid to walk, guys. He's already walked 14 batters in just 17 innings pitched. Now, he has struck out 28 batters, but I think that's a lot of really over-anxiousness, you know, some anxiousness and some aggressiveness that we see out of most of these teams in Major League Baseball. But considering the way that the Dodgers approach the plate collectively as a team, I think they're going to grind out a number of at-bats. I don't think we'll see Quintana very long, so I think they're going to be able to, to touch him up. They'll get some walks. They'll get some base on 
balls, a lot of traffic, a lot of stressful innings, and a lot of stress pitches on Jose Quintana tonight. That's where I'm going. I'm going to go run line with the Dodgers, laying the one and a half at $1.15. For me, it is the over in this game, and I know it's a fairly big number, eight and a half, and the juice is on the over, but you have to look at first – there's nobody left in the Dodgers bullpen, period. I mean, they're all injured in the first place. And then look at what they had to do yesterday. Dave Roberts basically had to empty out that bullpen to try to win the game. The Angels essentially had to do the same. They even ended up using the closer, Rysel Iglesias, in that contest. And so I think to myself here, with Quintana on the mound, with the fact that the Dodgers have nobody left in the bullpen behind Bauer, and the Angels have been swinging very hot bats. Uh, I will go ahead and take a small piece of the over eight and a half in this thing with the idea that by the time we get into those pens, uh, there are going to be some opportunities for both sides to do damage after what we saw yesterday. And the Dodgers, even with their beaten up lineup, they are still putting runs on the board, still tops 10 in a lot of the metrics uh, on the advanced side that I like to look at in terms of evaluating offenses. There's plenty more coming from betting across America. We've got NBA action with the Suns and the Lakers. We have live baseball games, and guess what? Something that never happens, never happens in Major League Baseball has happened. I'll give you a little tease. The New York Mets have scored runs for Jacob DeGrom, believe it or not. We'll tell you more about that on the other side. This is Betting Across America here from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.